Welcome to the IAB UK podcast. Hello and welcome to the IAB UK Connected podcast. From the IAB, I'm James Chandler, here to share the best coronavirus related initiatives, work and points of view from across the full spectrum of our membership. Today, I chat with Facebook's Nick Pestel. We get into fact-checking, what's happening with local community groups, and the importance of staying connected. Gary Barlow gets a brief mention too. But I started by asking Nick to give me a rundown of everything Facebook is doing right now to help people. I mean, I think, you know, the first thing to say is that at this challenging and unprecedented time, um, we're 100% committed to doing everything we can to help people use our platforms uh, to stay safe, keep informed uh, and keep connected. Um, and I think, you know, we'd be the first to say that governments and, and health authorities are in charge of the response, but it's very much our job to support their efforts um, by making sure that we're, we're connecting people to credible uh, and accurate um, information. So if you look at what we've been doing across Facebook, for example, and since mid-February, anyone who's searched for coronavirus or related terms on, on Facebook um, has been pointed to um, reliable and credible and accurate information yeah. uh, through either from the, the NHS um, or the World Health Organization at the top of our search results. Um, and, and then building on this, just last week, we launched uh, a coronavirus information center, again, which was is promoted at the top of people's news feeds uh, to provide a central place for people to get the latest advice and info. Um, and again, including sort of key updates from the NHS um, and the World Health Organization um, and posts about social distancing and how we can prevent the spread of COVID-19. And you've done some stuff on WhatsApp as well. I mean, you, it, very early on with the World Health Organization, um, the idea that, you know, maybe everyone isn't looking at it in their feed, but you've done the same with the NHS as well, haven't you, where it's more that sort of conversational thing and you can you know, literally ask them a question if you want to know, have I got symptoms or how do I self-isolate? You've got that feature within WhatsApp as well now. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So last week um, we launched with the, with the UK government uh, a free-to-use chatbot service uh, on WhatsApp. Uh, and the aim of this is very much to provide official, uh, trustworthy and timely mm-hmm. information and, and advice around coronavirus um, and, and to further sort of reduce that burden on our, on our NHS services. So it's, a, it's an automated chatbot is the way it works. Um, to, and it's designed to give the British public uh, the ability to get answers on the most common questions about coronavirus directly uh, from the government. So um, anyone can access this. The, the way that you do access it um, is you just add, uh, or I'll, I'll let you know the number if any, any of the listeners want to add it. Um, is you add this number into your contacts, which is 07860 uh, Just send the message in WhatsApp to hi, saying hi rather, and that will kick off the chatbot service and you can ask any information about um, coronavirus uh, yeah, that will come back uh, from the government. Yeah, it's brilliant. And on that, it's a, it's a really good point on on WhatsApp is, I guess, the, the responsibility that you guys have taken on around, um, you know, false claims that people are making. There's loads of stuff lying around around um, 5G. There was that very early thing um, that I remember getting, which was, you know, if you hold your breath for 10 seconds or you drink some water, but you are taking big steps, aren't you, to make sure that the false claims are, are pushed aside and the, the fact checking is spot on. Absolutely. So, you know, as I said, just to reiterate, our, you know, we see our, um, our sort of like key priorities here is helping people stay safe, informed and connected. And if we look at the false claims under the safe bucket, if you like, so we're removing uh, these false claims that could, could cause harm to people. 
um, you know, sort of like uh, there's been some sort of claims like drinking bleach, for example, couldn't cure coronavirus. And we've wow. been taking those down since uh, since January. Um, they've been coming. There's other claims such as social distancing doesn't work. Again, um, we've been sort of taking down those claims. Uh, and also we're, we're blocking people from running ads that try to exploit the situation. Right. Um, so, you know, any sort of claims that their product can cure the disease mm. um, will be blocked. Um, we've banned ads and also also commerce listings, um, anything selling medical masks, uh, hand sanitizer, um, surface disinfecting wipes, uh, and any um, so-called you know COVID nineteen test kits. They're all they're all blocked. Um, mm. And lastly, it's probably you know just worth mentioning that we've also uh, expanded our our third party um, fact checking program in the UK with the addition of, of Reuters. Um, so now working, you know, we already work did work with Full Fact. Um, but now, uh, any of our fact if we find any of the information on our feeds which our fact checkers deem to be false, uh, we'll put a grey screen over it saying that it's false, and then we'll point people through to the, the facts from the actual fact checker, so getting them the key um, information. That's brilliant. Um, th- for me, I think what has changed the most is probably on a local level. I mean, I barely knew the people who live an hour close you know sort of to say hello to and very early on i think someone pushed a, a note through our door to say we're going to set up a whatsapp group and we're all going to be on it and everyone's joined it and i think you know the extent to which i now know these people's curry orders and when they're going to the shop and what sort of eggs people want i mean is just phenomenal so um the, the role of facebook and WhatsApp in particular for, for me on a local level, you, you must see people being sort of weirdly, we're in this self-isolation thing, but arguably I'm more connected than ever before with the people who I live next to. You've seen that across the board as well in terms of how it's working locally on a community level. Yes, yes absolutely. And I think you know, it's worth saying that the Facebook mission, uh, which is give people the power to build community and bring the world closer together, um, has never been so apt as it is mm-hmm. now. Um, and as you mentioned, what we've seen on on WhatsApp, um, you know, if you if like me last night, you're at the front of the house with the kids clapping for our key workers and yeah. for our frontline workers and, and our carers. Uh, that is a movement which originated um, on, on WhatsApp, um, you know, started off by Amory Plus. Um, That's something which came out of WhatsApp. Similarly, um, what we're seeing is, uh, you know, across groups um, in the UK, people rallying around to support their neighbours and their communities. Um, as you mentioned, you know, sort of like really bringing the community together to um, help each other out and in these sort of like vulnerable times. Um, so we've got nearly 2 million people in the UK and are members of more than um, sort of 2,000 COVID local support wow. groups on Facebook. Um, you know, a, a staggering number. And our, mm. our teams are actively keeping in touch with thousands of these group admins to ensure they have the resources right. um, to provide the communities with accurate uh, and, info, um, and helpful information. Um, and then, you know, we, we've created dedicated guidance for um, these group admins, um, just advising them on how to connect um, and how to run the groups. Um, again, sort of like taking information from the NHS uh, mm. and the World Health Organization. Um, and then also, you know, it's, it's worth mentioning um, Instagram as well. So um, obviously on, on Instagram, we launched the, the Stay Home sticker, which you can find in your stories. Um, and the popularity of that in the first week alone um, sticker was used over four million times in wow. the UK. Um, you know, people putting that, in the, people pulling that in their stories, um, and just encouraging the community and the country and the world um, to, you know, to, to stay home and, and, and help, um, help do their bit. And you feel like, you know, 
as and when we come out the other end of this, there's sort of no reason for me to not be a member of that group. It, it almost feels like it's taken this to bring us all together, but I don't sort of see a reason why I would step away from that afterwards. It just feels like I'm just going to be a bit more, bit more joined up. What, what's the sense you're getting from um, your clients, from agencies, from advertisers, or, or the market more, more generally? Well, I think, you know, th- these are unprecedented times. Um, it's absolutely not business as usual for anyone. Um, I think that some industries are going to be hit harder than others, particularly small business. Um, if you look at sort of like our efforts to support small business, um, you may have seen that we announced $100 million in grants to help 30,000 small businesses uh, in, in over 30 countries um, mm. where our employees live and work around the world. Um, and we think this is a really critical injection to help the small businesses who need it most. Um, again, it's probably worth mentioning anyone that is listening um, to the podcast that wants to um, find out more information they can do so just by going to facebook.com forward slash grants for business um, of which regular updates will be posted on that but I think you know this it, this is we only know what we know at the moment and this is going to impact our business very much so everyone will be impacted um, but no one knows really by by how much at the moment but um, we're, we're focused very much on the things that matter at the moment so as I said you know getting people accurate information um, keeping our services up and running for people around the world, uh, taking care of our employees. Um, you know, we've, we've, we've announced that we are paying all employees and contractors, even those that can't work for home. So, you know, the things that we can be doing in the, in the, yeah. in the meantime, well, the business world sort of like plays out over the coming um, weeks and months. Yeah, John, John was saying yesterday, our, our CEO, he was talking about this being a marathon and a sprint, which is sort of something we've never had to contend with before. You're, you're either sort of, you know, geared up to do um to, to do one or the other um, i'd love to get your take as well on how you and your team are staying connected adapting to working from home we were talking to matt um bush from google earlier in the week and i sort of put to him that you know they're a big technology company hangouts is sort of ingrained in their business they must do this sort of thing all the time big global business and he was saying well the technology is great and that's all good to do and they all know how to use it brilliantly there's still a human aspect to this thing which is I don't think we've ever had a situation before where every single person is working remotely and trying to contend with what's going on in the background or different environments. Is it the same for you guys? Is there a culture anyway, pre all of this at Facebook where you'd be connecting with people on the West coast and, you know, video call culture is pretty normal. Um, I think we've always, you know, we always used, we've always used technology and embraced technology and, uh, and had VCs. I think you're quite right in saying that, uh, you know everything now so every single meeting is in is, is via um is done virtually um we'll get to learn a lot about people's homes um and there's sort of like various rooms that are doing sort of you know the vcs in i think that i've gone through um virtually every sort of like video conference um app available you know from whatsapp to, to messenger to blue jeans to zoom yeah. um, to teams you know the list is endless and learning about sort of like different hints and tips across all of them um and also etiquette as well i think some mm-hmm. of the etiquette for sort of like running a you know running a vc where you've got sort of up to sort of 30 40 mm-hmm. you know 100 people on it um it takes quite a lot to to sort of like figure out um but we're learning as we go um there's a uh, i actually came across a good hint uh, or a tip earlier on today on zoom actually that if you're running a a, a conference with a high number of people in it if you click on the participant list at the bottom um, it will bring up everyone on the right-hand side. And if you want to ask a question, you can click wave hand, and in your window, yes. it will come up with a hand. I thought that was, that was fantastic. Um, <laughs> but I think, you know, back, back to your sort of like earlier question, I think the first and foremost, we, we 
we want our teams to take care of themselves and their family. Um, if they need to skip a meeting, you know, because they're homeschooling or playing teacher, um, or if they're shopping for their mum and dad, or you know, sort of like bundle friend or relative, that's absolutely fine. If uh, you know, if in the middle of a, a VC, one of the kids comes walking in, then that's that, that's normal, you know. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. it's just, uh, I think it's very much embracing the the new world and embracing the, yeah. the messiness, so to speak. Um, we touched on it a little bit earlier, but you know, this it's it's sort of a n- never a more important time to to be connected. And while you've got social distancing and people are self isolating and you know of course there's loads of people who feel more vulnerable ever if you're living at home or you're trying to take care of people but at the same time as we said before um through technology through platforms like facebook we are sort of connected more than ever weirdly like my parents for example who never done a video call in their life we facetime them every day now and they're sort of you know you sort of get the um, the shot from the bottom of their chin upwards, or he gets sort of half a head in it. But for, for people that would never ever have done this before, suddenly now they're using technology to to become connected and beyond family members. There's you know musicians we're kept connecting with even more. Joe Wicks is a complete phenomenal. Like all of these things that we're doing, which technology is enabling us to be that little bit closer. I guess um, you've done a bunch of stuff as well, haven't you? Um, uh, uh, tell us tell us about some of that. Yeah, sure, absolutely. So, I mean, we, you know, we've seen uh, people taking to Facebook Live to connect with, with family and friends. Um, we've seen over eight and a half billion broadcasts on Facebook Live to date. Um, in Italy, uh, Instagram and Facebook Live use doubled in a week. So we've seen, wow. you know, the, the surge and the usage of Facebook Live has increased increased dramatically. Um, but as you said, like some of the some of the initiatives as well, which we've seen together at home, the hashtag together at home is another way which we're seeing uh, people use our platforms, um, whether it be musicians, creators, um, you know, cultural institutions, communities, they're hosting live video sessions, everything from, you know, sort of like physical well-being to mental health, yeah. um, to social good, uh, to sort of like quizzes and bingo, everything you can think of. Um, you know, we've seen some celebs, Gary Barlow uh, has been re- um, hosting regular crooner sessions uh, on Facebook. Very nice. Um, I believe he was duetting with Ronan, uh, Ronan Keating uh, as well. Um, <laughs> uh, you two have been doing some sessions as well, and Sam Smith uh, did a live performance from his home. So you know, we've really seen sort of like I guess that it feels like a, a global community really sort of like come together and embrace yeah. um, you know sort of live and um, video streaming and broadcasting across the platforms. We were talking to uh, we were talking to Jack at Lad Bible, and uh, and he was saying whilst we all have um uh, we all want to keep people safe and we want to keep people informed but people are at home and they want to still be entertained like we still want this outlet so i think it's amazing that you get to you know see gary barlow every day or you too or sam smith that's pretty good um we always finish nick with asking our guests two two questions the one we always ask everyone is to describe the view from where you're sat right now uh, so I'm in, I'm sitting upstairs and I'm looking out uh, over leafy West Sussex and I'm looking <laughs> at a field and there are three sheep in the field um, all practicing social distancing. Very, very good. Uh, very quite good. far apart um, and some nice blue skies at the moment. That's um, good. Yeah, quite a nice view. Um, and then uh, second question, what's the most unexpected company to have sent you a coronavirus related email in the last few weeks? Ooh. Um, so I think was it last week? I mean, my inbox was cluttered with. Um, <laughs> you know, this is what we're doing with about yeah. coronavirus. I think 
Uh, probably the most random was from a car uh, company, which will rename nameless. Um, but I bought uh, I bought this make of car when I first came out of university. So oh, wow. this was like a long, long time ago, years ago. Um, and it was just an update <laughs> on what they're doing about coronavirus. But, um, you know, I've moved on since I came out of university. Uh, I have three children now, um, so we couldn't fit in that car. But it was interesting. <laughs> and it was nice to hear from them, of course. Uh, very, very good indeed. Um, Nick, thank you so much for taking half an hour out to, to talk to us. It sounds like there's loads going on. We'll, um, we'll pop a link in the notes to small business grants as well. And, uh, and we'll put the number in for the, for the WhatsApp NHS chat as well. Um, but, but that was brilliant. And uh, maybe we'll catch up with you in a month or so to see how, how things are going on like weeks nine and 10. I'm sure things are going to get slightly tougher before they get easier. Absolutely. Thanks, James. Good to talk to you. The IAB UK podcast. Nick Pestel from Facebook there. And we covered it in the chat, but at a time when we are being asked to self-isolate, to socially distance ourselves physically from each other, certainly the example in the road I live on, through WhatsApp, we are connected together like never before. I could probably tell you the names of two or three people who live on the same street as me. And now I know everyone and I know the intimate things about what they're ordering and when they're going to get eggs and when someone needs something to decorate their bathroom. I mean, this group is incredible. Um, the, the, the point being that um, despite us physically not being together, it's WhatsApp and other platforms quite like it that have enabled us to have a connection like never before. Uh, and there's something quite incredible in that, I think. That's all for this episode, but I'll be back with another podcast instalment later this week. Uh, in the meantime, you can hear more episodes from the podcast, as well as a whole host of other things the IAB are doing to promote and support our members right now. Just go to iabuk.com forward slash connected and let us know if there's anything you'd like to contribute by emailing info at iabuk.com. As ever, don't forget to share, rate us and spread the word of the podcast. If you want more information on what the IAB does and how you can get in touch, find us online at iabuk.com or at iabuk on Twitter and Instagram. Stay safe, stay out of the parks and stay home. Thanks for listening. IAB UK, building a sustainable future for digital advertising.